It's AJ and Ryan on the A&R Podcast. How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the A&R Podcast. I'm AJ. And I'm Ryan. Welcome back to the show where I haven't watched Obi-Wan and Ryan's and I've watched Stranger Things. I know, I've watched some, I haven't watched all of Stranger Things. And you haven't watched all of Obi-Wan, so next week we'll talk about Obi-Wan and Stranger Things. Where's the time, man? Stranger Things was like 10 hours long. Yeah. And I'm way more invested in Stranger Things than I am in Obi-Wan. Well, you can't be that invested of Obi-Wan. Obi Wan, because then it's like two a gradual release. Yeah, exactly. So I can I can watch the two episodes before our next session. Yes. So we won't talk about either. But at the moment, I think Stranger Things is good. And do you, have you enjoyed everyone? Yeah. Oh, I, well, I've enjoyed what I've seen from Stranger Stranger Things. <laughs> Dangerous things. <laughs> and um, Obi Wan as well. Yeah. So I, we will talk about that next week. Yeah. Um, I want to do a little bit of a switch up. Bang. Oh, you're a bastard. I didn't expect that straight away. Does this give you time so, to think of what to say? Is that what? <laughs> Don't make me <laughs> um, So, welcome back to Bang, You're a Bastard. Uh, this is a weekly segment where Ryan talks about bastard history. I talk about Ryan. someone that, who's a... Oh, because I was going to say C word then. No, no, no. Okay, so who's this um, bastard? You'll never guess, but have a guess. Hitler? No. Who? Vlad the Impaler. Vlad the Impaler. He was. Is is he the base of who Dracula? Is? Yeah. Yes, I do. I've yeah. heard of this one. Yeah. Um. Vlad the Lad. Vlad. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He's like between fourteen hundred and fourteen sixty-two or something like that. Uh, whatever. Um, yeah. So my man earned Vlad the Impaler. Vlad. Eh. Vlad. The third, or Vlad, one one one. It's I. 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 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Earned it. Vlad one one one. <laughs> Vlad the lad earned his fearsome nickname for impaling more than twenty thousand people and killing as many as sixty thousand others during his bloody reign. He was even said to dine amongst. Among his impaled enemies and dip his bread in their blood. Sounds lovely. Very iron heavy meal. Yeah. Yeah, so this guy's a bit crazy, isn't it? Yeah, Vlad III. Vlad the III. Destroyed entire Saxon villages and then impaled thousands of people in 1459 when the Transylvanian Saxon city of, I'm going to butcher this, Kronstadt today. Let me read it. Uh, where is it? Uh, no, that's right. Kronstadt. Yeah. Uh, today known as Brezov. Not that that helps. Um, <laughs> supported arrival arrival of Vlad. Is it in Romania? Because that's where like Dracula's yeah. based from, like Transylvania ends. <laughs> ends. <laughs> uh, supported arrival of Vlad's the third. The. Voivode's response was savage after initially placing trade restrictions on Saxon goods in Wallachia. I don't know how you say that. Placing goods on Wallachia. He had 30,000 people impaled and reportedly dined among them so he could witness their suffering personally. He also had Kronstadt burnt to the ground Back in Wallachia, he impaled Saxon merchants who violated his trade laws. Trade laws. Do you want to know what I think? It's like if someone was, let's say, like an emperor or 
a ruler probably like over 300 years ago, we actually kind of underplay how messed up they were. Because if someone now was called like, I don't know, um, Brian the Impaler. Brian the Dangerous Fella. <laughs> Brian the Impaler. And he impaled that many people, as many as Vlad the Impaler did. But, we would think that was so messed up. Yeah. But back then, we just think, oh, fair enough. Yeah. But that's actually, if you think about it, the damage we can do today, that's minor. No, but if you think about it, back then, oh. with the technology, that's impressive. Mm. Like, Genghis Khan, on the on on this whole series of who's the worst person in history, he's probably impressed me the most with how many people he slaughtered. Because without having guns, bombs, anything, there's like a mass killing machine, he just slaughtered 10% yeah. of the population. And I kind of respect that. Go hard, Brian. Yeah, we probably, wouldn't have, <laughs> we probably wouldn't have at the time. What? But, but oh, don't you think it's mad? Like, like that's... Uh, I don't know. I suppose... Bad things happen for whatever period of time, but like, like rulers and that kind of thing could just do what they wanted. Yeah, I know they can as such today, but no, like it's like if, if there's like, laws and shit. If, if, I'm not saying this would ever happen, but if, if Bojo was like, "We must nuke a country," everyone would be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, mm. slow down!" <laughs> <laughs> so like, you can't really do what you want. But yeah. back then there was literally no. Yeah, there was because they made the laws and did everything. There was no. It was all. Uh, it was all like it wasn't all like each country like. The countries now were just a big yeah, territory. Yeah, yeah, like the Mongolian Empire was huge. The Roman Empire huge. Like yeah. it spanned across all of Europe. So I think it's one of those things where people underplay how powerful these people were back then. Yeah, like they like own. Well, it's like British Empire and that kind of thing, and obviously Roman Empire was just absolutely enormous. Do you, do you not think at the time they must have been like not likable, but like very like charismatic people? Because to lead like such an army like Genghis Khan did or like the Impaler did. Do you not think they would have to be like some kind of like have some charisma about them for people? Oh, like, like motivation. Have you ever? I think it more fear. I, I understand that. That's definitely a big point. But have you ever watched what, what I don't know one of like Hitler's or Stalin's rallies? N- not, not, <laughs> not, not that <laughs> not one. <on> weekends. <laughs> but like what, to rev they, me up to they, go out the, the just <laughs> the way they talk and the way they can like captivate their mm. audience to follow them is somewhat impressive. And I'm not saying is, what they did no, is impressive. It's, it, it's an art to be able to speak like that and kind of rally everyone up and Donald Trump does that amazingly have you seen his, his speeches in gold not that not that what he's saying is anything but the way that he the way that he does it the way that he can captivate an audience and be that put off I've seen like his like election like when he was like you know the election kind of process and he was uh, <laughs> going to different bits and trying to have you watched of Legally Blonde with Rudy yeah Trump? I have so there was a speech of Donald Trump's that he ripped off from the really? end speech of Legally Blonde, like the one that Elbrook gives in that. Elbrook? That's her name in the film. We don't want to talk about what, who Elbrook <laughs> is. It's <laughs> her name in the film. <laughs> uh, and the way that she says it, he says the exact same thing. Does he? I'll, I'll show you the clip after. Okay. So if you want to YouTube, just YouTube Donald Trump Legally Blonde. Donald and The Duke. clip is verbatim word for word exactly what they say. Right. Isn't there a thing where Melania Trump did that as well with something? She copied someone. Yeah, was, or something. Like. Or copied her old speech. I don't know. Um, yeah, moving on. Back onto Vlad. Back onto Vlad. Uh, Vlad's tactics both both on and off the battlefield against the Turks were extraordinarily brutal. Uh, in 1459, Mehmed II sent an embassy to Vlad claiming a tribute of 10,000 ducats and 300 young boys. When the dits, so basically, <laughs> <laughs> for his army, he used to like 
guys used to go to him and say, well, the Turkish people used to like. go to uh, him and say, we require... This Donny was called Vlad the Impaler. Well, Sorry, it might not be an accurate pitch. How do you get accurate pitches? <laughs> this Donny. Yeah, I know this that. This Donny looked like the guy who served me on the other day. Bro, but like, that's fine. That's oh, there you go. That's more biting. Yeah. I am Dracula. I'm going to drink your blood. <laughs> I can imagine. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? Is it from a local <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I think it's like Family Guy or something. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, so that Turkish would try and go to Vlad and say we require 5,000 of your men and 500 of boys so we can train them and such and just take them kind of thing uh, so uh, when the diplo- diplomats declined to remove their ter- turbans site sitting citing religious sem- custom Vlad the th- Vlad the lad saluted their devo- devotion by nailing their hats to their heads oh. In 1461, the Turks offered to meet Vlad to ambush him. Vlad responded with a foray into the Turkish dominions of the South Danube. Uh, go. Is there any more to that? I really like this segment, you know. Uh, I'm just trying to think. It, it makes... So, anyway. earlier, earlier today, actually, yeah. someone at work was talking about Oh yeah, so there's this like really he's not really like that well known. Like I think he was like, like that about a long time ago. This guy called the uh, Yorkshire Ripper, and I was like, I know who you're talking about, Peter Sutcliffe, <laughs> our favourite ever, Peter. our favourite person, Peter Sutcliffe. <laughs> Lovely to meet your acquaintance. <laughs> he sounds like a co- like. Can I just pass you on to my colleague, Peter Sutcliffe? <laughs> Peter Sutcliffe, marketing manager, lovely. No, marketing. <laughs> <laughs> Head of sales. Just a typical corporate guy. That's what he sounds like. The Yorkshire River. In so, the in the spring of 1462, Mehmed II assembled an army of 90,000 men and advanced on Wallachia. After conducting a series of night raids and uh, guerrilla, whatever that is, guerrilla warfare, Vlad employed his trademark tactic impaling more than 23,000 prisoners with their families and putting them on display along the enemy's routes. So as his enemy was marching towards him, he impaled a load of people and put them on the route so they would walk past like people just like like that impaled. Um, there were infants affixed to their mothers on the stakes. Okay. Uh, birds have like nest started to nest in their bodies and shit why wouldn't know who cleaned all this show yeah no one I, no one would have took obviously nature in it obviously the bodies decompose like, like the sticks that they're on yeah but they're sticks if they're wood or if they're but let's say there's like just 20 but bones do bones decompose no they're skeletons right yeah but they yeah but stuff grows on top so there's just a Pile of bones somewhere in Romania. Fair. Okay. Um. So, do you, what do you want to give him as a bastard rating? Because we gave Genghis Khan like a nine. I think we gave that German scientist guy like a seven. I say eight. Seven and a half. Eight. I'm giving it an eight. This is not quite ten percent of the population. I don't think we'll ever get there. But do you know what? I I, I really want you to find a bigger bastard than <laughs> because at least Genghis Khan. His name's got a ring to it. Genghis Khan wins. <laughs> 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 uh, so like but I think you know what I think 
the, the, the choice of victim as well because the gang is just slaughtering everyone yeah. he's not if someone was like targeting specific type of people or race of people then that makes them a little bit worse so if we try and find someone next week we'll come back with Bangu Rastin and you'll try and one up Genghis Khan <laughs> okay so well that, that ends our second okay. bang you're a bastard brought to you by Red Bull. Red Bull. <laughs> that was a good time. Um, I thought you were going to say Ryan then, but then I was like, no, why would he say that? Well, it was brought to you as yeah, well, Ryan. Um, a couple more things I want to talk about. The first thing was um, Rattle Frog. So have you heard this theory? So everyone either looks like a rat or a frog. So do you mm. look like a rat or a frog? Okay, what do I look like? We'll say each other. I'm three. Okay, a rat or a frog. Ready? Three, two, one. Rat. rat. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. I think we both look a bit ratty. Yeah, I don't know what... What's... Frog's got a lot of like that face. I don't know what's more offensive. Neither. Or both. <laughs> Neither or both. <laughs> Would you prefer to look like a rat? I don't. I think it's to do with face shape. It's like horse or plate. It's the same thing. So like like cups, people yeah. have a horse face or a plate face. It's like doors or window. What is it? Doors or <laughs> wheels. 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 No. Um, I've never heard this theory. So... Well, it's not even a theory. It's just like... Is it just basically... I don't, know, I don't get what it is. What is like, it telling you? You have like? a face shape of a horse or you have a face shape of a frog. Who's come up with that? Some science guy. I don't a know. science guy. <laughs> science guy. <laughs> Wins. <laughs> but like... <Food> <laughs> um, But... That's not... That's just a... What? Why would a science guy just go and said, yeah, everyone either looks like a rat or a frog? Why would a science guy say, you want to kill your dad and sleep with your mom? Sigmund Freud did that. Yeah, that. What's that theory called? What's Oedipus, Oedipus, Oedipus. Yeah, where the boys. The Oedipal complex. The daughters. I don't know. The no, boy see fancies the mum. Fancies the mum so much that he wants to kill the dad. Uh, yeah. Which is really weird. Yeah, that clearly is. A... I'm going to see his museum in uh, September. <laughs> going to see him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see Sigmund Freud. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So yeah, I mean that was just a little theory. Uh, there's a couple more things I want to talk about. Uh, the next thing is. Love Island. I tried to do the intro and that just failed. Yeah, so, I was like, well, well, I, just, I was like, what were you doing? I, just, I don't know what you were just, doing for. Just edit that out. <laughs> Should I do it so when you say it, it's that to your <laughs> but, but amplify. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I, I know the exact term, but I don't want to say it. Just put a beat there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we probably should save that to laughter. Yeah. But yes, so Love Island's back. Um, Have you seen the new contestants? Uh, the, the only one, only main person I actually know is Gemma Owen, Michael Owen's daughter. Yeah, for that reason. <laughs> um, I don't really know many. Of, I don't know any of them. Um, they kind of. The fact that a lot of them are younger than us is are they? kind of depressing. Like, oh, yeah, God. there's some 19, 20, 21 year olds. Jeez, which makes bad. me feel old. Yeah. But it, we, we aren't, though, are we? No, not in the grand scheme of life. I hate having to justify it by that. But... <laughs> Compared to a 50 year old, we're not yeah. like, oh. <laughs> so it's like, kind of like we're in denial about it, but we're not. You somehow managed to turn your blind, well, blinding well, cause, me. Because when I looked there, I was like, why is there so much light? <laughs> no, okay. It's you, that's, that's why. why. The torch is so easy to turn on. Like, it's literally like. That. He said while well, trying to turn it on and it didn't work. It's, not, it's so easy to turn <laughs> on. God damn it, I swear. <laughs> it's like Why won't you work? <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you, sorry, to go back to uh, the Barcelona race. Um, when he was pressing the DRS, it wouldn't work. Is this the one? What was that bit where um, 
saw a clip and he was like trying to turn the corner but just didn't and he was complaining I don't know well because his, his DRS wouldn't work so he couldn't get past him so like, the drag the drag reduction system wasn't working so his flap wasn't was he ca- well he could fucking hell man <laughs> fucking hell he, he was like I've tried to press it 50 times <laughs> <laughs> and he's going absolutely berserk at his race engineer that's not reminding me I'm trying to press it and he was like um, yeah it opened and it closed again he's like yeah just uh, uh, no he, the engineer was like oh it opened it closed again he's like yeah because I have to press it 50 times and get it to work I mean, he still won the race, to yeah. fair. But, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that was yeah. what that reminded me of. But yes, Love Island. Um, the contestants don't look too impressive to me. You... I actually might not watch it. I just... Because uh, I'm going know. on holiday when it's on, so it's like, then I'll have to catch up a week. And it's on every night as well. Yeah, so I might just... It's mi- it is long. Oh, sorry. sorry well, long. sorry. Are you boring <laughs> him? <laughs> sorry. Um, you... <laughs> Um, I might just like watch the highlights like the next day. The highlights. <laughs> yes, like the football. the goals. <laughs> I always watch the goals. <laughs> like not the full episode yeah. episodes. Yeah, I have a bit of a minisode. Yeah. I don't know is if that, I can bother really, to watch it. Really I know I might be dragged and forced to watch it, and then I might actually secretly enjoy it, but I'll never admit that. I think everyone secretly enjoys it, but they just don't want to admit it to yeah. themselves. They actually are a Love Island fan. I just it's going to be all samey, and we're all going to go through that process where it's like wasn't as good as last year and then that's damn right going actually that's pretty good (laughs) it it is it's not good it's entertaining there's a difference yeah I think it's just something it's not high quality television but it's just like Geordie Shore it's trashy to watch yeah and people who hate on it I hate you like why do people hate on it oh it's so boring why do you want to watch that I'd rather watch Paint Dry watch a good show like Power Podcast I don't know (laughs) <laughs> Alright, Pete is so clear to like. Pete's so clear, head of market. Polish president of sales. I'm making so many jokes about the Yorkshire River. It's so bad. He's still alive, isn't he? No, he died in. Oh, he died recently. Like, yeah, yeah, sorry. Oh, I've got my kiss you. Um, I mean, this is a very short episode, but there's one more thing I want to talk about. Um, Champions League final. Oh, man. Uh, Madrid! Funny. Gasp. Funny. L- Liverpool, I'm, I'm going to say it now, have not had a good season. Not the fact that because the both the both trophies they won there were on penalties, right? They didn't score. They were in three finals and they did not score a goal. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I don't. I... Bottle pull. <laughs> Bob. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, it wasn't the best. I mean, it was good to come second, but second. No, 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 but when you're in that caliber of team, winning the Carabao Cup doesn't mean anything. Yeah, like literally nothing. Like Man City just treated that as a oh yeah. We can it just shows that they can't actually finish the job. When Michael Owen called them the best team in Europe, absolute joke. Yeah, but Michael Owen doesn't he's... know what he's talking about. <laughs> he could didn't he where, call where, Virgil where... Van Dijk the best centre back in the world? Yeah, waffle. I don't know who the best centre back. Ruben Diaz. I I take Ruben Diaz or Ruben Dish. What? Ruben Dish. Bruno Fernandes. Oh, man, I hate him. I hate you know, him. When people yeah, like... Jean Cancelo. Yeah, Ruben yeah. Diaz. Stop. Ruben Dish. Ruben Dish. <laughs> I think he's the best in the world, but... Let's not argue with Van Dijk. But the fact that Michael Owen said Liverpool are the best champions in the world, they... they let, let champions take, of what? Let me just take you through it. They had a nil-nil draw and one on penalties at the Carabao and FA Cup, respectively, right? They then bottled the Premier League to Man City. If they beat Spurs, they would have won the league. So they bottled the Premier League. They, they, they then 
lost to Real Madrid. Real Madrid beat PSG, the champions of France, Chelsea, the current champions of Europe, all at the, the current at the time champions of Europe, Man City, the champions of the Premier League, and then the winners of the Carabao Cup. It is true. So Real Madrid, but, fair play. Yeah. Real Madrid, do you want to shake that? Oh. <laughs> Welcome to WatchMojo.com. We're doing top ten <laughs> internet cringe moments. <laughs> What's that? Well, is it Footburger? Was it, have you ever had a burger? <laughs> Do you know what I'm on about? <laughs> you know, I was actually going to start um, putting, putting like, so doing this, but on TikTok, look, we just upload like little five, ten second clips on TikTok. I might make other fast one. Can you just shake that? <laughs> have you ever had a burger? <laughs> Okay, we need to watch watch Mojo. Oh, oh. Um, is it Mojang? It's, uh, man, that's that's a company. Let's see. Let's watch Mojo. And there's another one. But anyway. Okay. Yes. So um, oh, the last thing I want to say, Jake Paul was supporting. Did you see the video of him kicking a ball? Oh, mate! Why can't Americans kick a ball? <laughs> what is it with Americans? No, no, no. I'm, not, I'm not saying the kicker. He's like, uh, yeah, well done to Liverpool. They're in the World Championship. <laughs> but, yeah, but like generally look at the way he kicked the ball and it's a bit like why can't um... and, and the keeper just yeah. like but how many takes do you think he did like uh, I think 50 I think in general if I'd say in, I'm going to restart the camera so I'm going to finish my thought when I come back um, I think in general Jake Paul is considered quite athletic like he's yeah. quick he's big he's yeah fast. But he cannot kick a ball. Oh, so. there's no technical ability. What's the? <laughs> no, no wonder Americans don't play football. They have to use the hands to play football. <laughs> Mate, it's yeah, outrageous. Have you seen the uh, thing where obviously Camille Cabello did the Champions League final thing? She got absolutely ripped. And off. like no one could hear because all the fans were just screaming over. And then she complained about it, but. I suppose everyone was saying like that's not what it's been Americanized. No one wants like no, a big no show. Wants it. I didn't want it. But also about the because uh, it was it was it held in France. See, um, obviously people who bought genuine tickets just didn't get let in. And Andy Robertson's friend didn't get in. Andy Robertson gave him yeah. a ticket. I don't understand. Is that because loads of people? So many people went and just barged their way in without tickets. Uh, so they were just uh, right. So they had to. That's right. I think there's still facts coming out about that. So I feel like it's probably not worth yeah, speaking okay. until we know not the full story. If I speak, uh, if I speak, I'm in <laughs> big trouble. Big trouble. So I prefer not to speak. Um, no, but there's one more thing actually. Uh, so before the Monaco Grand Prix, there yeah. was that girl. So do you watch Bridgerton or Sex Education? Either one. Uh, I know Sex Education. Simone Ashley, the Asian one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was on the grid. She was there with like a brand. Oh, okay. She was there with Tag Hewer. Tag Hewer. Tag Hewer. I think. She was at Tag Hewer, and um, she was on the F1 grid. And then Martin Brundle, who's like. The guy who does the grid work, he does like the interviews on the Oh, he's, is he the, the Sky Man? The annoying the Sky Man. I might even. He is annoying. He's not annoying. He's rude. Why is he rude? Martin Brundle here. Martin Brundle, I'm going to yeah. interrupt your conversation. No, Martin. no, 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 but that's the point. Uh, he, he's meant. He is the reporter for F1, so you have to talk to him. Oh, okay. So then she. She doesn't. She says hi. He yeah. says hi. Like, Can I get a word? And then she turns to her guy and tells her guy to tell him to stop talking to her. Right, live. 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 And then I go on Twitter expecting like a flood of support for Martin Brundle, like F1 legend, if yeah. you're on the grid, you I did see a lot of that, which is fair. But then I was also talking to people being like, 
she's really rude. Uh, he's really rude. He shouldn't do that. It, and people are like, oh, he's an old white man, and that uh-huh. yeah, this is a coloured, coloured woman he's talking to. And it's like, okay, first of all, if you're on an F one grid, there is a, there is a certain expectation of what you have to do. Like you're being invited there to be around everyone yeah. in the racing grounds. You have to talk to the. It's not like he's up from the sun. It's not like he's the Daily Mail. He's like the sports. Uh, yeah. co- uh, is 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 the dude? Is the man? Is the man? He's the man in that one. So like you have to. Talk yeah, to I get that. And then, because then later on, Kit Harrington was there, had a lovely uh, two minute long conversation with Martin Brundle, and then moved on. And he didn't kill him. Patrick Dempsey. Um, did you see? Because your girlfriend does Grey's. Yeah, um, I, I saw what you sent to her. <laughs> so, two goats or whatever it was. It's what I said. Yeah, something like that. Two goats uh, or two kings or. Oh yeah, I, did. I said I said two goats. <laughs> because I see this picture of Max. It was a picture of Max. Was it Patrick Dempsey F1 drive? Uh, he's a uh, Ronnie Carter. He's Indy 500. Uh, so he wasn't there. NASCAR. NASCAR. <laughs> no, Indy 500 is different. NASCAR. <laughs> um, yeah, so he, yeah, he's he, he's he's pretty big into racing. So he happily spoke to Martin Brundle. Obviously, he knows who Martin Brundle is. Yeah. But you can't go there and just ignore him. Well, the thing is, the the fact that how can he say they say he was rude when he directly asked her and then she didn't even have the courage to say no. She asked her yeah. person who was next to her. It's like when if you're in a movie with someone and you sit at the same table and you say, "Oh, Dad, can you tell my sister to pass me the salt?" <laughs> it is like that. Yeah, it? no, it's, it's bad. It's like. That is, is literally what it is, but yeah, that, I was just a bit messed up. Um, but last little thing, yeah. seems like a good place to end of the episode, but before we do, we have our weekly segment, Headline of the Week. If you guys know what Headline of the Week is, it's a weekly segment I find Headline, I'll do it, and me and Ryan. I'll do it, talk about it. Great. So, in this week's Headline <laughs> of the Week, um, this is a direct quote, so it's not a headline, it's just a quote. My spoiled dog refuses to drink tap water, so I spent £40 a month on plastic bottled water. Your uh, dog? A dog. Right. Mom of one, Lizzie Pallister. I hope I hope mom of one means a kid. If it's the dog, kick off. Um, from Exeter, forks out forty pounds a month on bottled water for her high maintenance dog Henry, who refused to drink from the tap. Even demands she opens a fresh bottle in front of him. A high maintenance demon dog refused to drink water. <laughs> uh, when mom first welcomed her five-year-old pampered pooch Henry into her home, she it, uh, instantly realised he was demanding and needy. The 29-year-old claims a French bulldog puppy not only refused to climb the stairs or sleep alone, but he also <laughs> stops on walks to soak up attention from passers-by and only drinks still bottled water. Lizzie believes a pup saw her two-year-old daughter drinking from a bottle and became fixated on it. Now he turns up his nose at tap water poured specially for him by nudging the bowl and refusing to drink it. He's even now got Sammy to Lizzie's attempt to refill water bottles from tap water and wants her to open the fresh bottle in front of him. When you said the 29-year-old, I was like, oh, the dog. Oh, wait. I mean, the, that's the age of the mom. If a dog was 29, no. he'd be dead. Well, he would be dead. I, I, I have no dog experience, so I can't say nothing. But it just sounds like a, look, if you don't drink this, you've got no other choice, mate. Yeah. Situation. Not that, I don't know how easy or hard that is, but I it just, sounds like, yeah, a, no, it just sounds like an expense that just doesn't need to be there. No, I'm with you. Yeah, I think that's pretty so I want to thank you guys so much at home for listening I have been AJ and I have been Ryan Benzema <laughs>